You guys ready? All right. Re born ready, dude. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Front from Stonks. Film Drunk Frogcast. I'm Vince Mancini. Wow. Live from a quarantine. The world's ending. Uh, we got the irregular regular, Mr. Matt Lieb. What happened there? Uh, uh, what, did you, you like almost called it something else and then you, you had a Joe Biden moment. No, I did. Yeah, no, my mouth just stopped mo uh, working momentarily there. That's COVID, dude. Yeah, you think? That is definitely COVID. That's like one of the the symptoms is uh, when you ha when you have a slurry mouth like Joe Biden. Oh man! Well, you know what? I hope he's I don't mean okay. to make this political. I don't mean to make this political so early on. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm I'm no longer political, Matt. Now I'm I am cynical without hope, Matt. I hope you guys are happy. <laughs> I hope we can gain back all of the uh, all of the people that I've alienated over the last six Aww. months, having hopes and dreams, yeah. dreams of a better America, an America where everyone could have health care, an America where people weren't getting forcibly deported by ICE Gestapo. But no. No, now you have regular ass shill Matt. Hey, I'm happy about things. Want me to do a character? I'm a giant frog. Hello. Oh, it's hey. Oh, it's a giant frog. Hi, it's me, giant frog man. Oh, oh I have I have no dreams. Hey, giant frog. I always thought frogs uh, you know, they had like deep voices. Uh, you you seem to have Not a real me. high one. No, my I was used in <laughs> In chemical experiments by the death. This is such a hard voice to do. I fucked up by starting with a hard voice. Yeah. I always thought frogs had dreams, at the very least. Frogs have no dreams, and uh, that's what I am now. I'm a, I'm a dreamless frog. Hey, I'm, I'm Laramie. They didn't introduce me. Yeah, but, yeah, no. uh, I used to be on the frog a lot. Hey, guys. Laramie's uh, here. Hey, guys. Hey, so it's Laramie Legal. The Our end of the world stops in, and here I am. Oh, I, you know what? I'm so glad that, you know, the end of the world happened because then I was like, all right, I guess we should have Laramie back on the podcast. <laughs> I miss you guys. I miss what you too. Doing? I miss you every day, dude. What's up? What's up with you? Well, what's up with me is the world is ending and um, I am in quarantine with my girlfriend, Francesca, no big deal, who I love very much and she loves me back. And, um... It's great, you know? I'm really... Wait, I'm wait, wait, wait. Is this two truths and a lie? I think the lie is her loving you back. No, it wasn't. Those were... It was three truths. Oh, and okay. that was one of the truths. Different game. Different game. No problem. It's not a game. It's real love. And uh, it's been... <laughs> It's been great because, you know, now me and my girlfriend get to hang out. All the time. Like, all the time, 24-7. It's just pretty good. Each other, which is nice. Yeah. We, um, so we fight. A, like, we're now, like, sometimes we get mad at each other. But it's like, it's not, it's fine though. Like she's kind of controlling, you know? <laughs> what do you want to eat, babe? I don't know, babe. What do you want to eat? I could go for Chinese, uh, anything but Chinese. Okay. Yeah. What about Mexican? I don't really want Mexican because of the dairy. Okay. What about you fucking decide then? I, don't I care. know. Dude. I hate you. Yeah. It's exactly like that. It's like yeah. all women's are the same and I'm glad I'm here to hang with my bro bros. Don't you hate when yeah. they be shopping? You know how women be shopping. They, they love it. They be shopping. They you can't stop a woman from shopping. Jojo. They, See, these they, are the kind of characters she won't let me do anymore. They love chocolate. They love it. 
they love chocolate. They love Lifetime movies. About people getting revenge. Oh, they love revenge. But it's it's been good, though. No, it's been... I've honestly... I mean, I, I'm not trying to, like, you know... If anyone out there is feeling alone, obviously, I feel for you. But that's just not my experience. Because Matt has a love in his life that makes him stronger than anything you can imagine. I have love in my life. And do I want to be more alone? Yeah. <laughs> like you, uh, it would be nice to have some like this is alone time right now and i'm uh, and it sucks because i have to spend it with you guys and i love you guys but, but also i would love to just be alone and but does, it's, she, it's like, does she get mad at you for all the gaming that you do she doesn't get mad at me for all the gaming but what about uh, the loud chewing oh she hates that which Wait, what are you playing um, okay, so I just finished GTA five. Hell yeah. Um yeah, and now I just downloaded Shadow of the Colossus. Oh dip, that's the one from Rain Over Me. Is was that game in Rain Over Me? It was. The Don Cheeto oh. movie? Yeah. What are they the one Wait. the Adam Sandler movie? Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna I don't know the third person in that. The the Jennifer Connolly movie? <laughs> I don't think she's in it. It's Fuck. The from Lord of the Rings is in it. Uh, oh, the Evangeline Lilly movie? No. Is she in it too? It's oh, the Liv Tyler movie? There you go. No. Oh. The Sean Astin movie? I don't think he's in it. Oh, no. man. Well, oh, well. Isn't that the game he plays? Like Shadows of the Colossus? Isn't that the game he plays? I have never I, seen that movie. I, uh, I never watched it because why should would I? I? Should oh, I catch up with Rain Over Me now that we're in a quarantine? I really like it. It's very sad, but I do love it. I love Sad Adam Sandler. I don't know. Yeah, sad Adam Sandler is good. That he's particularly good at being sad. I I do. I enjoy. think it is. It, there's something about it because it's like now he is living basically every person's dream. He's a fucking probably hundred millionaire. He has oh, yeah. hired every guy that he played sack tap with in high school. Those guys, <laughs> yep. those guys are all millionaires now too. And then you see yeah. him, and he still seems seems like pretty unhappy most of the time. Like he still seems. <laughs> Like he's and got. This was this was I'm my plan sh- for one of you, and neither of you fuckers made it. So I know. That was not helpful. Yeah. yeah. See, this has been. Way. This is exactly the problem. My plan. All of our plans were riding <laughs> each other's coattails, and so like a bucket of crabs, we all never got anywhere. Yeah. And we are now just relegated to a life of podcasting into the void. Yeah. Well, Lindy, I've been playing playing Civ Six. Lindy did make it. You're right. Yeah. Why did you guys? You should have held on to Lindy harder. We really should have just held on tight. She was going places. As soon as she made it, she dipadelphied on you so hard. (laughs) Yeah, she's super dipadelphied. But you know what? That's fine because no, we haven't asked. um, She might come back on. I don't know. Yeah, See, I, just, I feel like at that level of fame, I'm like just embarrassed to ask now. Yeah, you just have too much pride. Didn't she write a book about hating you? I thought that was the entire book. <laughs> yeah, it was, was called it? Vince Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Vince and the stereotypes he foments are the worst. No, I don't think she. it was about you. She loved you. No, I read Shrill. She didn't say anything bad about me. How dare you? Oh, okay, nice work. Yeah. How no, I've, been playing, uh, I've been playing 2K NBA. And oh, that's I'm good. Playing, I'm playing Civ Six, dude. Two K NBA. I just learned to post guys up. Life is good. And oh, they that's have good. Historical draft classes. So I have Shaq and Morning on the same squad. Oh man, I don't remember uh, the Alonzo part where Morning I asked Shaq? you about your fucking gaming, but that's that's really cool. Well, no, we're I, talking I, about Matt Leeds. Yeah, no, we were oh, yeah. talking about gaming, bro. Sure, sure, and sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Francesca. Game. Yeah, you honestly, Vince, 
you wish you could game. That's right. But you don't have the guts to do <laughs> yeah. what you want to do with your life. Okay. Wait, are you quarantined with the whole situation or are you like alone? Me? Mm-hmm. No, no I got the whole family. I'm with the, I got the stepkid. I got the fiance. You yeah, guys it's making pasta and shit too, right? All the time. Yeah, we do make so a cool. lot of pasta. I mean, this is just uh, the one good thing about the quarantine is I do get to indulge my uh, elaborate meal meals every day. Fantasy. Oh, I've seen. I thought you were gonna say like your deepest darkest fantasies or something. I was like, whoa, what? Oh yeah, what? now <laughs> I can just like kill people at the grocery store <laughs> when they touch yeah. my toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, you just you just like rub your hand over their face and you say thinner, it and then. <laughs> and then they eventually get thinner when they die of respiratory failure but it allows me to indulge my darkest thoughts yeah i've I, i've noticed that i'm uh that in quarantine the big difference in my life is that um francesca now's now knows how many times i take a shit in a day <laughs> and right. Would you, did you used to go back to your own apartment to do it no i just like you, you know still do that I, I would do that. I would go back to my apartment once a day and uh and really take a shit. Really? But I would also take a shit, you know, at, at her place. But I definitely would save a couple of shits. So I, I you know, I shit a lot. Sure. I probably shit five times a day. Is this just wow. like a reflex now? I feel like the last three podcasts you immediately went to shit. Is this is like, really? Is it is it a Wait thing? A minute, is it like? It's not. It's not a thing. I'm not very scatological. Poop, I don't think. Is your poop coming between you two in the relationship? No, 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 no. Do you poop... do it to get alone time? Like if you just don't want to talk? A little bit, like, yeah. a little bit. You know what? I'm going to take the next 10 minutes because no one can bust in while you're taking a crap and be like, hey, we need to talk. Like that's illegal. Right? Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's against the law. <laughs> yeah. No, that was supposed no. to be in the uh, the bailout <laughs> bill, bill and the, and the, yeah. that's why the Democrats All... blocked it because there was no yep. poop. Uh, there was no poop provision. Yeah. Gotta have a carve out. Yeah, but uh, no, like. You know, I she she knows now, and so you know we have to go through that. Um, also, my hair is getting very long. And Dude, you guys see my goatee? Yeah, I've been looking at it. <laughs> Pretty it's tight, right? It's coming in nicely, dude. Yeah, that's six weeks. Yeah. Wow. I uh, the the hair on the top of my head is getting really froey, and eventually, she's gonna have to cut my hair, and then she'll just be my mom. And I think <laughs> at that point. Mine's uh, too. Yeah. yeah, I just I just am worried about the fact that like she's not gonna be good at cutting it and then that'll drive like a further wedge into our relationship. Uh, really worry, more so than the poo. You really worry that eventually you're gonna run into things to talk about and then yeah. you won't have any more good jokes. Yep. And then she'll realize the real you and that will be terrifying. No, the worst thing, or I guess the best thing about this relationship is that she knows the real me because I was the real me before we ever started dating because I was so convinced that she was not interested in me that I would like eat in front of her because I was like, I ain't trying to smash. I know. I know where I stand. (laughs) And so she actually watched me eat like and I eat disgusting. Yeah, so and real bad. That radical candor, that rad can is what you're using. Yeah, yeah. So I was like radically myself, and it just made her just more attracted to me. I assume oh, man. either the, either that or she was so attracted to me at the beginning that it actually was able. I was able to still overcome the fact that I eat disgusting, and uh, yeah, so her to indulge in her darkest fantasies. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, yeah, I think yeah. what it was is like before she might have wanted to have sex with you. 
But then she saw you eat and she was like, oh, this guy needs my help. I think we need to be like in a long-term <laughs> relationship. True. This guy is a project. I've not seen a, a project -upper. like this. Yeah, this is a fixer-upper. Yeah, she's trying to control me, dude. Guys, <laughs> you know what I've become really into? And what? don't fall down this rabbit hole. I Looking won't. for estate sales online. Oh, man. Really? So many pictures to go through. Now, so do, many, you, like, I, do you have the money? Lounges. No, no. Oh, you're just looking at them. But things are really cheap. Like, you can pick up a set of plates for like two, three bucks. Right? He just really likes stuff that a dead person breathed on before, yes. they, before they died. Plus, you think you're going to find something like that no one else realizes is really valuable. You like, like a stamp? That's an original constitution or something, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. that's the first ever constitution. Holy crap. And it'll be like $4, and you'll freaking pick it up. Look at and this. Belongs Look at this. Museum. They said blacks were only two-fifths of a person in this one. I got a, I got yeah. another story about racism, though. But so oh, this, in this deal, you have to come pick up the stuff yourself. Like, it's not a shipping one. It's like a well, weird, yeah. like, yeah. Well, no one, no one whose family member just died is going to want to handle shipping for those things. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. But anyway, I also have been ordering <laughs> uh, old yearbooks for like five bucks, like 1912, 1920. Uh, yeah. I could get, get down with that. Pretty cool. If they're personalized, really good. But it's yeah. also like, they're like, who threw the minstrel show this year? And you're like, what? <laughs> like, wow. It's yeah, really, the... yeah. It's really bad. Dearest that Lucretia, that Sambo bit was, of yours. Uh, there was one from Whitman College, and I think it was 1910, where they had a debate with the University of Washington about whether uh, immigrants should be allowed in the country. And like Whitman was on the side of no and one, and you're like, oh, okay. oh. Hey, <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, because I assume you guys have both been getting uh, the big black dick meme a lot in these times. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we were talking about this on one of my other threads with some of my college friends, and one of my friends was talking about. Uh, you know, World War One soldiers like riding back from the front, like Ken Burns style, like <laughs> where it's like, dearest Lucretia, and then just like a stick figure figure drawing of, of a guy with a big dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, yeah, I what... apparently, so two things. Uh, that picture is photoshopped. His dick's not actually that large, which is Aww. somewhat disappointing. Uh, also, he's dead. So what? Yeah, R.I.P. Wood. His name's Wood. It's a good name. Yeah. Why would the there's I no way that they they didn't have to make his dick bigger. It was probably plenty big. I mean, but the reason people share it is because his dick's really big, though. Th that is true. That's true. Speaking of big, I talked to Human Giant on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Oh. Yeah, he's... He's, uh, uh, he's hurting, right? <laughs> yeah, he's going a little <laughs> bit stir-crazy. He was like, contact me. And I'm like, I know you. I'll talk to you. Yeah, I feel yeah. like uh, sales... People that are like in sales and are used to talking oh, yeah. to a lot of people every day and leaving the house yeah. to go to the office, this has got to be hitting them extra hard. It's going to make me sound like such an asshole, but it's literally changed my life. Not at all. I never <laughs> went around people. I hate yeah. everyone. I always stay home and play video games and I still will all the audience. Well, how old yeah. is your child now, Laramie? 14 months. Yeah. Oh, so wow. you're stuck at, you're a prisoner of your house anyway. Where the fuck am I going? Like, yeah. who, what am I going out dancing? Like, clubbing? Like, I do love this Florida spring break stuff, though. That really, yeah, all my needs just to watch that go down. Yeah, yeah, especially I like the fact that everyone looked like they were already suffering from COVID. <laughs> yeah, is it just me or have college kids gotten way uglier? That was the only thing that I thought when I saw that video. Well, was these like, are... I remember when they were they were making videos about like hot college people, and this is like every person in that video is ugly as hell. 
that's because the only people that I've seen like who are in supposedly in college have all been uh, uh, just porno girls and uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, they're not in college. No, you know what it is? It's it's that we forget uh that spring break in Florida it, hot people don't go to that. It's people yeah. they did in like the people, 80s. Yeah, but not like hot people uh like they can fuck a few miles away from home, you so know. Sure. They might go to Cabo or something, but like the like where ugly people go to get pregnant and during <laughs> spring break is like Florida, you know. That's that's where they go. Laramie's and I, hometown. I, yeah, it is Florida. Yeah, and like the governor wouldn't shut the beaches or something, like something ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's crazy, and and it's weird because you're kind of like you're torn between like. I want them to get COVID and I'm also, but I also don't want them to spread it to my well, parents. Yeah. Cause like 40% of Florida is like over 65 or something like that's yeah. the worst place to be. It is. It, it does. It feels yeah. like they're, they're focusing like they definitely made that video in the hopes that it would be outrage shared. And, uh, sure. you know, I sure. fell for it like everybody else, but I feel like older people are the ones that are like the most social and the most liable to, yeah. Uh, ignore not even like the right of course like the right wing old people that are watching Fox yeah. News all day are, they are still you know going and coughing on each other to own the libs but I feel like uh, by far the generation that took this the least seriously was our parents generation oh yeah well my mom's 70 and has smoked for about four decades yeah lives down there and I'm like you just start doing the math you're like well that can't be good wait right? she took it up when she was 30 no way yeah true story and uh really what what happened at 30 that she was like now i'm gonna smoke i think i was born somewhere in there wow that's probably true (laughs) holy shit that's exactly what it was it was like uh, i'm trying to get pregnant i better start smoking now so the baby turns out like laramie (laughs) (laughs) but my whole family's down there most of them the vast majority and uh like eight weeks ago i was hearing about this is the flu hoax and then i've just watched (laughs) it day by day just their their will to fight me has been like, okay, I think it might be a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by the yeah. way, um, we have this video chat going and it really helps like being able to know when uh, each other is talking and you have it like, so it's perfectly cutting off your mouth. So I don't know like when you're going to start talking, which, you know, doesn't help the the timing. Yeah. You are weirdly close to the camera. I want the mic to work. I, want the, I don't have my mic plugged in. Oh, okay. So. Okay. We can well, hear you. You know, it, well, yeah. And you, you sound fine to be honest. It's fine. Yeah. You look great. Keep doing what you're oh, doing, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, you want to take a little little puff? Oh yeah, look at that. Oh, he's got the you're, inhaler. I got one of those yeah. too. I haven't had to use it, but that's knock on wood. Yeah, seriously. Um, so um, have you guys? So I rewatched uh, 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 Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. That's been my biggest rewatch of the quarantine because oh, nice. my fiance hadn't seen it. I still. So it's weird because. I dig like the entire movie and then like the very end I think is pretty stupid but uh Actually, yeah I, I only like the ending. Well, I like the scene he's out in the freaking with the farm or whatever, but I love the ending. I think it's so bonkers. I mean, I like, love I, the whole movie like a lot in a way that yeah. is different from like I love pretty much all Tarantino movies, the, but this one I loved reason, in a way that was different and it was uh, the, interesting. The only reason I didn't like, or I didn't even dislike the ending. I liked the ending. I just didn't love it. And that was just because uh, I was like, I spent a good portion of the movie going like, 
he's probably not going to just do the Inglorious Bastards thing. Because why would he do that again? And then uh, when he did it, I was like, oh, okay. But Inglorious Bastards, it felt like the whole thing was leading up to that. Like, Inglorious Bastards, it wasn't like a place in time that I just wanted to be. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood... Uh, it like just made me really want to hang out in sixties Hollywood. Like I don't, uh, I don't understand that at all. Really? The, the only yeah, I understand that in terms of like yes, I would love to, uh, be able to drive in my car and then pick up a hippie girl. I mean, just the Whoa. textures of it. I don't know. Like I've I've never been like super into the sixties or anything, but uh, I don't know. Just the textures of it and like the. The Southern California, like sunlight, you know, just dry. I don't we, know. We it, st- we still have that sun. What are you talking about? It's yeah, a great sun. He made it look so romantic, though. He did make it look good. Um, listen, and you want I, to fight Bruce Lee too, right? Yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah. You want to fight Bruce Lee too? Yeah, fighting Bruce Lee sounds like fun. That scene was kind of weird, and the ending was dumb. But everything else in that, I fucking love. Like the whole scene on Spawn Ranch is just one of the best things oh it's fantastic and that's the thing you know tarantino's good at like having nice little sequences in his movies that you're like i could rewatch that a thousand times you know yeah but i feel like usually those sequences are crazy shit happen happening because i mean the movie that made me fall in love with tarantino is like pulp fiction and that's just a series of completely bonkers things happening yeah it's not really like a movie that i want to marinate in whereas this one this one was almost like the master where i'm just like i don't even care what happens yes. i'm just enjoying the ride right now and then, yeah and just looking at it everything's framed so beautifully yeah, it and just like is, the acting is... like fucking the uh, margaret quayley as the like they were she was such a perfect manson girl like everything yeah. and she was hot too but she was like hot but also she looked like she was really stinky and like her eyebrows were weirdly like like she was all yeah. she was really like unkempt and also hot and it's just and and also like malnourished looking yeah, but she was hot though. That's the thing is like, uh, picking up uh, a hot hippie hitchhiker on the road. That's yeah. That's that's a reason to go back to the '60s. I think that that's that alone. You know. <laughs> Did you have uh, any hot takes on that Bruce Lee thing? Because I was like, no, because I think. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's funny. And then I heard like some family stuff and some other stuff and then some Asian outrage. And I was like, oh, no, I don't care about any of that. I mean, I think it really depends on how you interpreted it, because I feel like he did leave the end of the scene ambiguous. Like, like they both got one shot in and then they had like their climactic, climactic fight. And it it was left undone, you know, But it was also just silly. Right. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, like it wasn't like this is, hey, like anti-asian like on our anti-bruce yeah that's weird i i i think i vaguely remember some sort of outrage over that but um, i mean because it's like it basically treated bruce lee like it treats all the other actors in that movie where it basically treats every actor as as kind of uh self-regarding as vain and ridiculous right playing a tough on tv or on in movies but in real life being being not that at all and then yeah suggest that bruce lee actually could kick your ass like the research i've done suggests he was actually yeah no i wouldn't uh, i wouldn't fight him yeah 100 yeah, percent. bruce lee could kick all three <laughs> of our asses but i also think that brad pitt could kick all three of our asses. oh no i could kick brad yeah. pitt's ass i'm saying that right now okay. yeah i guess you could you're 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 like you know you're into like mma and stuff so i get it yeah i'm i'll say it here i mean i don't want to because he's beautiful but i'm pretty sure i could kick oh, brad no. pitt's ass he's gorgeous he's a gorgeous yeah yeah. I'd love to fight Brad Pitt. 
And then I'd like, kiss. I I just I I I get him in full mount, and then I'd kiss him. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. That's how you assert your dominance. That's right. That's right. With a sensual peck. Yeah. No, but <laughs> hell, the thing about that yeah. movie is, uh, I, I feel like we talked all about you know Leonardo DiCaprio and you know all these other movies that he supposedly deserved an Oscar for, and I don't think he deserved an Oscar for any of those other movies. But like he Wrong. was, he was really good in this one. I think this one was his best role by far. Like, I don't. Like, see the beach, bro. The beach. <laughs> have you seen the aviator dude best movie ever not just best acting performance Matt, have best you movie s- have you seen the aviator uh, me yeah. yeah oh i love the aviator dude you seen the, the aviator dude have i not talked about i love it oh, it's you, such a good you like remember pro- you like remember lines from it and stuff Dude, I do. I, I, as a matter of fact, I do. Uh, come in with a milk. Come in with a milk. Come in with a milk. Way of the future. Like I know all the lines, dude. <laughs> I know all the lines. Remember? I really enjoyed that movie, and I think he deserved an Oscar for that. I remember. Um, Actually, I liked him in uh, The Gatsby. I enjoyed that. Oh, the great one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that. I liked uh, Joel Edgerton in that one. He was good too. I read the book, no big deal, and um, oh whoa, it's about yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's a pretty good book. It's a great book. It's a great book. Sure. People always talk shit on uh, on fucking on, on, the great on, Gatsby. Fit, on Fitzgerald, and they're like, "Oh, Hemingway was better," and it's like, "No, he wasn't." Fuck off. There it is. Yeah, okay, to be different. Did you read uh, Frankie and Zooey? Franny and Zooey? No, I never did. No, no. I did. Yeah. That was uh, that's the guy. That's the catcher in the rye guy. Oh, is that Salinger? Yeah, that's Salinger. Oh, okay. Yeah, check out that, Billy dude. Bones? I knew a book. What's up now? <laughs> dude, it's always impressive when someone knows a book. I'm always very impressed by it. Like, I was talking about books with uh, with Brendan the other day. Yeah. And I was like, because I'm watching that show, uh, Narcos Mexico. Brendan, he loves him some books. Yeah. You talk to Brendan, Matt? Yeah, dude, we fucking talk sometimes. It's nice, dude, because like I miss him. Like I miss, I want to be held by him, but that's another story. I know I was excommunicated for a reason. I just haven't figured out why yet, but I know you all have worked against me, but continue. Yeah, no, it's a conspiracy against you. (laughs) Um, No, but, uh, and I was talking about how I really was enjoying Narcos Mexico uh, because um, I uh, read this book called uh, El Narco, and then uh, he immediately was like, "Oh, is that, the one is that, by uh, is that Dostoevsky?" No, he was like <laughs> the one uh, I own Grillo, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's the one. That's that's the name of the person." I think it was Brene Brown, dude. Nah, dude, it's I I I I O A N. However, you pronounce that. Bro, I think you're talking about lean in. Uh, Grillo. <laughs> like Bro. like grill with an O at the end. Anyways, I was very impressed. I was like, you 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 know what? This is just a random ass book. This is a random book. And you yeah. were and that's exactly who wrote it. Good for you. And so Good on yeah. you, big guy. He's a well read man. He's a well read man. He's a he really is. I mean, you know, he's got kids. Yeah. He's got dogs. He owns so, a house. Laramie, like I feel like your kid was at the age where you were in prison. And then right as this quarantine started, like this would be about the time when you're like just getting out of baby prison and like now you're stuck right back at home again. No, because she can like walk and stuff, but it's not like she's out partying. Do you ever send her to the grocery store? Rarely. 
She, okay. doesn't, she doesn't have a wallet. She wears a onesie a lot. So yeah. do you do the well, those uh, are in style now? Do you do the baby Bjorn? Too big. Oh man. She's too big for it now? Or she you're too big. Massive. This, but did you use the the baby Bro. Bjorn? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. You, you know my, rock them. You know my joke with that, right? Let's hear it. Bjorn Borg? Yeah, no. Every time I see someone with their baby and a baby Bjorn, I go, Hey, you guys going skydiving? <laughs> oh, I like, I like that. That's a good I, joke. I would go, hey, are you Bjorn again? Yeah, I would I say, mean, baby. I would say, baby, I was Bjorn to run. <laughs> you know, so we would all say different puns. Come on, mine. Don't, mine's not a pun. Really mine's a sight gag. Yours is really good. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yours is definitely a more sophisticated joke. That's a Vince ours... Mancini original dad joke. If any of you guys want right. to use that, just give me full credit. I just, I'm just putting it out in the world right now. I did you know make what? a COVID yeah. list whenever we want to do it. And I know you guys' thing is to not actually get to my list. Oh, but I do have. I'd love no, to hear your list. COVID list. list. Things, things to do during the COVID lockdown. Oh, yeah. Let's let's hear it, dude. Let's let's get into that list. You ready? I, I'm born ready. Bjorn. Bjorn ready. Fuck. <laughs> number one. Solve COVID. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's got to be number one. That is definitely. And now, you're both comedians are you still standing up Vince or no no I'm not still standing up I sit down <laughs> I sit down well, I, I type on keyboards Matt dude stands yeah up, right? oh okay. definitely I, I mean to quote uh to to quote Steve Martin I was Bjorn standing up <laughs> you'll get this one then because this is like <laughs> work up 15 good minutes on panda emic <laughs> oh that's cool. good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 15 whole you definitely need to do 15 minutes on it you need like, what do you say? A solid five? Like, what do you say? What's the terminology? A hot five? You do a hot five or a hot ten? You, you could say a tight five. Oh, yeah. A tight five on pandas just everywhere. And a yeah. Panda emic. I like it. I like it. I like it. Number three. Chill like a marafara. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one killed. That one's good. That's right. got to be part of your. That's got to be part of your hot fifteen on the pandemic. My my tight seven. Yeah. Just, uh, just chill like a motherfucker. <laughs> that's what we've been doing. You Number gotta five. read it like that. That's perfect. There we go. Sincerely question a lot of your life's deeds, words, and actions while looking wistfully out the window at a world gone mad. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Number five, and I do recommend this for everyone. See what Vince is up to. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Uh, number six, I do recommend for this for everyone else. See what Matt's girlfriend's up to. Oh, yeah. You can just follow her on Instagram. But first, follow me on Instagram at Matt Leave Jokes. If you then, haven't followed me on Instagram yet, please follow me because like... I don't think I follow you. No, I follow you. I yeah, you follow, follow me on Instagram. Okay. But I just feel like I just want more Instagram followers. And Why? I think because it's like, a, to me, Instagram now seems to be the place where if you have followers, you can uh, you can use them to uh like listen to your podcasts and stuff and i want more podcast listeners how is, is the patreon doing okay yeah but it's like it could do you know it's you it, we're, we're no come town and that was a lie what's that i paid the come performance seattle and get squat yeah you yes. gotta do that matt Damn i it. know I, I i'm still planning on doing that but i have to wait now until covid's done i'm gonna so see you. okay so after you're done seeing what matt's girlfriend's up to Go see what Vince's girlfriend's up to. Oh, yeah. Hey, she's my fiance now. I'll have you know. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. Okay. Number eight. Get a cat. Get a cat? 
Yeah, for COVID. It is nice having a cat. Me and Francesca have a cat. Bless you. And uh, she's a very handsome cat. I like. I like her. Uh, oh, she she is. She's a she's a wonderful wonderful friend. And when you make her do the squeak, it's real funny. Oh, she can squeak, dude. She's a little squeaker. <laughs> Number nine. Hire Lisa Loeb on Cameo to sing "Stay" to you. Oh, I like wow. that. What That's if I hired Lisa do? Kudrow on Cameo to sing "Smelly I don't Cat"? He's not available. He's not available, bro. Yeah, I, I would pay for it if she did that. Here's Cameo, a question. Cameo in general is number ten. Can 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 we get on Cameo? Like, so. what do you have to do to be uh like? Do you have to be successful to get on Cameo? I mean, I know we're not Mark McGrath famous, but I feel like no, certainly not. But like, oh, bro, I just got. There's people on there who are you've never heard of. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, I I went on Cameo, uh, or I was on Twitter, and some guy I know who's really funny, and 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 a, he's like a TV writer, um. Anybody only has like, you know, 20,000 followers on Twitter or something like that. And he's like, I'm on Cameo now. And I was like, damn, dude, they just let anyone on that. That's that's sick. But are that's... people booking him? I mean, that's the question. Who, I Mark think, McGrath? Uh... Oh, no, no. I'm talking about, the, you know, this random person that I know who's oh, on yeah. Cameo. So this is a comedian question, actually. The okay. dude who used to be on the Whitney show, is it like uh, Diofrino? D'Elia? Chris D'Elia? Yeah, so he's on Cameo, and I, I I might have the number wrong, but I think he charges $52,000 for Cameo. Well, yeah, he's Jesus like uh, pretty Christ. successful as a stand-up, so I'm not surprised that his... Uh... Yeah, he's 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 one of the most successful stand-up comics in the world, oh, really? I think. Yeah, um, yeah, which is strange, um, because oh, like... Yeah, watch him do stand-up. Yeah, well, he's he's just very famous. He's just very very famous. And I, I've watched recently on Netflix, and you guys can tell me if this is good or bad because you're on the inside track. I like Nate Bargatze. Oh, he's Nate great. I like that new uh, Quarter Life Crisis. She's pretty good. Taylor. Oh, Taylor Tomlinson. Yeah, she's really funny. She's a fucking laugh. beast. Um, anybody else you gonna recommend? Oh well, can I just say this? Um, just as uh, I always uh, have loved. Taylor Tomlinson, like, uh, done shows with her and stuff and booked her on stuff, and she's great. And then when Quarter Life Crisis came out, I realized that she's 25, and yeah. I wanted to, and I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're fucking 25. It's not enough that you're a hilarious person. It's not enough that you're hot. You're also 25. I'll just kill myself right now then. Bye. Well, I like Tom Segura, too. Yeah, I like him because he's old. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number 11, appear on a pod. Okay. Oh, you, oh hey, many, cross how many that of these the are, there, are there? It's 15. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number 12, get involved in that TP game. <laughs> Is that like... You mean like like buy a lot of it and then sell it? Yeah, like get involved in shorting it, longing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could be the Milo Minderminder of toilet paper. You guys, I'm sure everyone's read the story at this point about the guy who had the 17,000 bottles of hand sanitizer. I'm, I mean, that's, that, that story was so good specifically for the picture because <laughs> yeah, he like the sad man. He, he was wearing sad cargo shorts. He didn't know what to do with his hand. He had a dumb novelty t-shirt on. He had fucking bug bites all over his legs and the saddest, <laughs> and then the saddest, stupidest look in the world on his face. And it was, uh, <laughs> if you read the article at like, Paragraph four or five, he says he's doing the community a service by bringing the hand sanitizer from places where there was too much to places where they didn't have any. 
yeah, that's that free trade. I don't know what economist, uh, yeah. the invisible hand of the market. Yeah. yeah. Through. <laughs> the invisible hand of the market was squirting sanitizer on itself. And, uh, you just knew everyone was going to have a field day with his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good like, for him though. I mean, whenever I see those stories, like part of me is like, Oh yeah, this is just the kind of, uh, this is just the kind of enterprising that capitalism <laughs> rewards. But then the other part yes. of me is like, also, fuck this person, and uh, I'm glad the mob is mad at them, because fuck them. Yeah, no, that's the thing. There are some people who deserve that level of scorn. There's a video of a lady who was just who had bought up the entire dollar store's uh, worth of uh, toilet paper, uh, paper towels, and napkins, and she's just being yelled at by a woman uh, who's, like, you know, pointing a camera phone at her. And uh, what's that? I think the joy in those situations is when someone makes a move, right? Like, they're yeah. going to make a move. And it's so like dumb and they get like caught mid move. Yeah. You're just like, that's the joy in it. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's like pain and it's like pain and gain. That movie where these guys like had an idea and it was a fucking terrible idea and then they still did it. I mean, it, it just like, you know, the lady, obviously she's like, you know, you know, fuck you, whatever. I, you know, you can go, you suck my balls or whatever. You know, she's got some Jersey accent yeah. and you're just kind of like, yeah, I mean, when you do something like this, you really have to have an exit strategy where you're like, okay, I got to do this as fast as possible because this is going to be bad. And <laughs> and also, you know, and if you have the exit strategy and you can get get in and get out and get all the shit, uh, you know, then no one will know about it. But if you're bad enough at planning your heist um, or your grift or whatever you want to call it. And people are going to watch you do it in broad daylight. Yeah, you deserve the scorn. Yeah, and it's like as a person who is generally ashamed, like I spend most of my life uh, yes. being, being like pre-shamed. Like I don't, there'll be people being loud in a movie theater and I don't shush them just because I don't want to make a scene, you know? Uh, right, yeah. And so then when you see some person that has none of that and then it goes no badly shame. for them it's uh yeah there's something cathartic about it yeah you're like yeah sometimes there is also, a god there's something like so cathartic about someone thinking they're slick but with oh, like yeah. hand sanitizer you're like oh yeah you're putting it all on the line you know like <laughs> what's wrong with you like toilet paper yeah. really? this is where you're going to make your fortune and my man was selling it for i think 80 bucks on amazon oh yeah that, but he's like but it costs a lot to ship because it's Hand sanitizer is some special thing. Like you can't ship it normally or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think it costs. 60. It doesn't cost 80. <laughs> You're making a profit on that. Yeah, anyway. no, for sure. And and I love the fact that like Amazon was like, oh, we're not doing that anymore. And he's just like, but that was my business model. <laughs> that was, that was the you, whole thing. Didn't yeah. you guys, have you seen my org chart? <laughs> <laughs> didn't you, didn't you get my fucking mission statement in your email in front of my garage does this help here's the uh, thing though he's still going to be able to sell that on like alibaba or some no, shit he, right uh, he donated it all oh did he did shane yeah. make him donate yeah because i think he was taking some heat because i think his neighbors would like drive by and like flip him off and stuff and he was just over it <laughs> 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 which i mean yeah i uh, mean you know scumbag move and yeah, uh he's yeah, he's getting his comeuppance. And here's the thing. I'm not into, like, online shamings and, you know, like, uh, mass pileups or any anything like that. But in a time of, yeah. like, a global pandemic, there yeah. is something that's, like, I mean, at what level do you start mass shaming people? Yeah. You know? I, it's, it, I, I keep constantly going back and forth between, like, all right, we don't need to victim shame and also what the fuck is that person doing? Like I'm trying to work up the appropriate response. Like yeah. today 
took the dogs and the kid for a walk uh yeah and with my fiance and went like around the park and all that stuff and right. uh you know we're sh- we're supposed to be sheltered in place around here and there's all these uh chicks with their like personal trainer i don't know you know it's not like a full gym class but there's like at least four or five uh women doing their like workout with the trainer in the park and uh yeah. i didn't know whether to be i was annoyed and i don't know whether to be annoyed because i'm kind of like Really, you couldn't fucking do this over Zoom like you are. You guys all had to congregate in the same place for your fucking trainer to come work you out. What the fuck? It, it, it's it's what interesting. What are they wearing? Oh yeah, were they hot? <laughs> yeah, you know they were wearing it, they were in their yoga it, pants and all that. There's an it's an interesting thing where I'm not I'm not even sure. Like this is what this has led to us, and this is how I know we're close to end times. Is I'm not even sure who to be more outraged at <laughs> because. I saw a video online of somebody going around with a camera in LA and he went up to this guy who was sitting at like a brunch table with uh, a girl and he was like, um, are you worried about, you know, communicating this disease to, and you know, or getting COVID? He's like, no, not, not worried at all. You know, I'm young, I'm strong. I think, you know, I should be fine. And he's like, well, aren't you worried about giving it to anyone else? No, not really. I don't think that'll be a problem. And he's like, well, aren't you worried that you might give it to like, older people like because they could die from this you know do you are you around any older people's like no i don't really know any older people so everything's <laughs> fine and so and so my first instinct was like i want to kill this guy just because he's such a la piece of shit it was just like no nothing will ever stop me uh from having my eggs benedict outside uh and then i started thinking but you know who else i hate yeah, i hate the guy i hate the guy with the camera yeah he's like um Oh uh, yeah, he's a fucking snitch. He's a straight up snitch, and and he's just going around just being like, um, uh, just so you know that this could be bad. And then the guy's like, yeah, I don't care. And here's the thing, you should care, but also this guy with a camera, he can go fuck himself too. So I kind of feel like <laughs> there's something about this virus that I'm just like, okay, maybe it should thin out the well, herd. It's really, dude. it's really good at making us hate each other even more and and take offense to all the things that we do. Like as if we didn't already hate each other enough. Now we have. I know. This. I I almost love it. It's like there's this weird thing with this, you know, quarantine where it's like, I feel like everyone just gets to be me for a few weeks, where you're just like, it, like we're all like like that's it's like, thing with it's the, like it's like hate triage you're trying to figure out yes. which person uh deserves the most scorn when i saw that imagine video come out <laughs> and my oh, immediate yeah. my my immediate response was to just tweet i hate this and <laughs> that was perfect that was the correct response yeah and and i was and you know there was part of me that was going like because like the first comments come in and they're like i you know i agree and then there's that one comment that's like what's wrong with you why would you hate this and i'm like yeah you know this will probably be a lot of people who are like this but then it got like you know like fucking that video shared by i don't know who shared it but it's like it got 15 million views altogether. that that like imagine video and if you went into the comment section for the original post it is all hate all of it (laughs) everyone and i was like this is kind of beautiful in a way because like i don't think that this would have been the response to literally anything else i I, I, like it's only right now in this very particular moment that we can all look at this imagine video and just go this is bad and you're bad for making it and i mean it really this makes me feel 
not alone. Yeah, it makes no, me feel not alone. The out of touch uh, actors on the internet thing has been one of the bright spots of this whole thing. I, I haven't, I haven't watched that because, from what I understand, there's not enough time to masturbate to Gal Gadot in it, right? No, there's not. There's not. It, it switches from her relatively, relatively so quick. Who are they doing this for, right? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm not sure who it's for. I think it is. Uh, it is. I mean, it's for people who love them. I'm uh, assuming, but it was just. It's just particularly tone deaf. And uh, hey, you and know what's was... gonna make this better? Singing fucking Imagine uh, to our own cell phones. That's yeah, a bop, it... though. that's a bop. It is a bop. It's a great song. But they did it. They they all literally sung it in different keys, and uh, <laughs> it was just bad. Wait, uh, 13. Oh Watch my god! A bunch of Davis Cup matches you had saved up. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Does anyone know what the Davis Cup is? That's no idea. Tennis, right? What does it mean? Who plays? Uh, uh different countries. A, a, a guy named Davis. Who won the last one? Uh, Davis. Europe. <laughs> All right, number fourteen is not that good, but fifteen is really good. Fourteen finally determine what makes something boffo at the box office. Like, what's the <laughs> definition of boffo? This yeah, feels like a, a subtweet to Brad Brevet. It, I did want to ask him that. Yeah, I am going to ask him. And then last one, let's get together, everybody. Let's do some due diligence on that election 2020. Uh-huh. Who are the candidates and what are they up to? You know? <laughs> yeah. Who's, running? Who's up for it? Yeah, Who's now we got, we got time for a whole recount now. Let's, Let's just look and see who the president's going to be. It's important, guys. These are national elections. Yeah. Oh, get no more. I'm going to start researching in the next couple of days here about who the candidates are. No more elections. I can't. No more. <laughs> I can't handle it. I'm new Matt. New Matt has no politics. He only has uh, impotent rage. Also, <laughs> lastly, this isn't the list, but I did some real basic Excel spreadsheet math. And at the yeah. current rate of infection, I think every man, woman, and child will be infected by like April 10th or something. Oh, thank God. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's, it's crazy. I'm actually, I've been, uh, kind of obsessed with, uh, this worldmeters.info slash coronavirus. Love that one. It's a great website. It's the website that tracks everything, like all of the numbers. And so refresh and see how much is going up. I do. I, that's what I do all day. Like this is, it's funny because Francesca said to me yesterday, um, she was like, you keep looking at this website like the way you used to like count delegates earlier this month. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, you're right. And it was like I realized that I just needed I needed a new, you know, yeah. grip of grip of numbers to follow. A and new way for case, reality to kick you in the nuts. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. But the weird thing is with this is like I'm not sure which one of these metrics is my Bernie because like part of me goes like to see what happens and see if it goes down but the other part of me is like saw that it went up today like the uh you know like it's going up exponentially and every day that it goes up exponentially there's part of me that goes like man this is gonna be wild (laughs) and like I'm not happy about it I don't want people to die I want to point that out straight up you just want to see something interesting happen you just want to live through the apocalypse, you but not experience it. You, you know what I mean? Significant. You want to be at a time and place where things matter and where you're present. No, it's not even that. It's like, you know what it is? It's like, I want to, <laughs> I think I just want to, um, I, I want the stock market to crash. <laughs> oh, by the way, you know who's on Cameo that I'm totally oh. going to send to both of you? Paul Fuck. Krugman? 
No, both the insane clown posse. Oh hell yeah! Well, of course they are. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then, um, okay, speaking of exponential, and then I'll go back to your point, sir. Sure. It took three months to get to a hundred thousand cases. Yeah. It took, it took sixteen days to get to two hundred thousand. Yeah. It took three days to get to three hundred thousand. Yeah. It took a, it's about a day and a half. It's going to be to four hundred thousand. Yeah. Uh, so oh. it is. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy fast. And like, well, yeah, but now it's like, now they're actually testing for it. And the more people, and you know, yeah, no, it's true. I mean, there's, there's a multitude of factors, but again, it's like, you know, the tests are beautiful and tremendous. Yeah. Oh, they, they are. They're beautiful, tremendous tests. They put a, uh, fucking like Q-tip all the way down the back of your nose. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen again, I don't want people to die. I mostly just don't want my parents to die. I guess I don't want your guys' parents to die, but I mostly, I mostly just don't want my parents to die. And, um, but there is like, dad already died. So thanks for screwing me on that one. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Party foul, dude. Finish your drink. Yeah. But that's on you. (laughs) Yeah. You, you, that was your life choices that did that. Yeah. That was your life choices that did it. That was mostly God. The last thing he said to me, he was holding my hand and he goes, You've been such a disappointment. <laughs> this is on you, bruh. And then he oh, died. No, yeah. Um, uh, no, but yeah. So like, uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, and that's how I'm going to start this. Um, <laughs> Joe, that's good guy. That is Joe. Good guy. No, Joe Rogan. Uh, he like tweeted a uh, a video that puts like coronavirus into you know into kind of like a really sharp perspective in terms of like how bad this could get. Like, what would what would happen if we just did nothing? And then it just showed the math. And, uh, it, you know, it was, a, it was a good video. Um, but then I made the mistake of going into, into the comment section. Oh, and Yeah, you never you know, do that. Yeah, Joe Rogan has cultivated a uh, following of, like, people who I think, uh, some people who are just, you know, normal-ass people. And then also uh, some people who uh, are just, like, anything's possible people. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, like, and like anything's possible people, uh, I would say for the most part, um, anything's possible just means, like, I could be right about everything, all of my instincts. <laughs> right? And, yeah. like, it's possible that I'm right about every single instinct and worldview <laughs> that I've had yeah. and that I will never have to change it because it turns out it's possible that I'm right about it. So you've got people in there who are basically like, uh, you know, uh, vitamin C actually cures COVID. They're hiding this. And then you've got people who are just like, I'm a scientist. And um, the truth of it is, is that we don't need to do any of this stuff and that everything would be fine. I'm surprised you would share a video that has, you know, uh, you know, no basis in reality. And like, it sounds weird, but part of me is like, oh, I hope a bunch of people die to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like there is that part of me that's like, if it would own one single person on Twitter for a million people to die, <laughs> worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I will uh, say that. Uh, that is some dark shit right there. Yeah. Anyway. I do and not endorse the, these views. Uh, I, yeah. Parody. Parody. But, parody. but um, I will say it, it's enjoyable to me just watching um, which random celebrities get exposed as dipshits. Through, yes. Through this. Oh. Like Evangeline Lilly, like somehow yes. like, became like an outrage share where, oh, I'm just going about oh, my day. I'm oh. taking my kids to gymnastics. It's no big deal. And then just the idea that everyone is suddenly fucking pissed at Freckles from Lost. Uh, that's yeah. just really enjoyable. The two best ones, Rand Paul, number one with a bullet. Oh, oh yeah. that was fantastic. Number two, 
Kenny Loggins. What? What happened with Kenny Loggins? He didn't get COVID. He just died, right? Yeah. No, that Did wasn't Kenny Loggins. That was Kenny Rogers. It was ever oh. the guy who sang the song. Well, Kenny Wait. Rogers sang The Gambler. Kenny Loggins I- sang The Danger Zone. Oh, okay. you're right. You're totally right. Wait, yeah. which one's dead? Go back and edit that. Uh, Kenny <laughs> no, Rogers. Don't... Yeah, that's right. And so, wait, did he die of um? No, I don't know. I think he just died. And that's then, a it's a weird time to just die. Your boy Moish said, "In truth, it was a good time to know and to, to fold them or something." <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Oh, I I wanted to actually t- discuss this story because it's uh it's my favorite on brand uh celebrity thing. Yeah, uh, which was Jared Leto not knowing about Corona because he was on a twelve day meditation <laughs> retreat. Uh, yes that was so good uh so and he we found out about this because he was doing like a forward-facing uh instagram video uh naturally um so uh yeah sorry i'm I'm reading a bit of that Uh, his message to the world began auspiciously wow he wrote in an instagram post 12 days ago i began a silent meditation in the desert we were totally isolated no phone no communication We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing, to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on. Hoping you you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Stay, Stay inside. Stay safe. Hey, you know what? Good on him for, uh, you know, using his social media platform, uh, to, uh, help people learn that he is completely out of touch. (laughs) If I hadn't heard from him and we were boys for like three or four days, I would definitely leak that he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. (laughs) I just like that. He's living the real life version of, of Zoolander constantly. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't even care, man. Me and my boys were on St. Bart's tripping, tripping acid with spider monkeys. Yeah, he does seem like the person who would be like, he couldn't, like, he couldn't go a day without fucking a new person. <laughs> he, comes out, he comes out and his assistant's like, Jared, okay, I need to tell you something. There's now a virus everywhere. But then he's like, are you are you doing method acting right now? <laughs> What's going on? What's are, am I? Oh, okay. Oh, no, a virus. Oh, boy. I Oh, we got to stop it. And that, the assistant's <laughs> like, no, no, no. Seriously, there is a virus. And we're like, oh, I know. There's a virus and we must stop it. And I am Agent Smith. For, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> uh, no, he's, he definitely is. You think people who are bad at method acting... Uh, don't know when they're acting. <laughs> yes. Probably. Oh, with Jared Leto, a hundred percent. Like he doesn't know. There's actually it's a line from The Aviator, the best movie ever. At some point, uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, Howard Hughes, uh, tells uh, his wife or his girlfriend Catherine Hepburn to stop acting, and she's like, "I'm not acting." And then he goes, "I wonder if you even know anymore." And I'm like, "That is every method actor ever." Is just like they don't know when they're acting or when they're being real, and that's just like that's just some straight up Matt Lieb off the dome thoughts, right? Yeah, there, dude, dude. When you gotta stop, uh, stop getting, stop being polite and start being real. Start being real. That's, there we go. We got it, dude. That's we the got real it. World, you know? We got that's the real world, yeah. dude. Uh, um, you better count your money. Uh, you know, it is interesting seeing uh, just uh, a preponderance. Um, that's the word of. Uh, 
of like actors doing these like Instagram lives and stuff like that. Um, and now, uh, so like first it was, you know, actors, right? Mm-hmm. Then, oh. and then, yeah. And, and, and then they canceled uh, all comedy shows. And then it was every comedian in the world was like, I'm going to go on Instagram live now uh, and start a podcast. And now, apparently, it's going to be the entire, uh, every athlete of the 2020 Olympics. And I'm very excited for uh, Olympic Instagram lives. Just people shot putting in their basements, you know, people <laughs> like curling in the middle of their kitchen. Like, it's going to be an interesting time to watch how many people decide to do a live video who, you know, had some. Sh- who shouldn't. Who shouldn't exactly? Yeah. I have a great example of that on this on the same Jared Leto tip. Yeah, which was another one of my favorite news stories this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, headline: This is from CNN Entertainment. Headline: Coronavirus is the great equalizer. Madonna tells Ooh. friends from her bathtub. Uh, <laughs> uh, from a milky bath sprinkled with rose petals, Madonna has oh. told her fans that the novel coronavirus is quote the great equalizer. Mm-hmm. In the clip posted to her Instagram and Twitter accounts Sunday, the singer shared her somber thoughts on the global pandemic, which has killed more than 14,000 people worldwide, saying it doesn't discriminate. That's the thing about COVID-19, she says, to a background of tinkly piano music. It doesn't care about how rich you are, how famous you are, how funny you are, how smart you are, where you live, how old you are, how old you are, what amazing stories you can tell. Do we want to actually like play the video, the actual video audio? I feel like we might. Yes. Have to. Okay. Uh, yes. What are, what are other things it doesn't care about? Uh, well, doesn't care about race. Uh, yeah. It doesn't care about baseball. Uh, it yeah. doesn't care uh, uh, how Does much. It, doesn't care if your personal assistant draws a bath for you. That's right. It, yeah. it doesn't care if you ain't got money. It's still gonna kill you, honey. That there you go, Kenny. Kenny Loggins. Love the one you're with. All right, here's here's. I'm gonna play the video. Go ahead. That's the thing about COVID nineteen. It doesn't care about how rich you are, how famous you are, how funny you are, how smart you are, where you live, how old you are. What amazing stories you can tell. Speed it up. <laughs> it's the great equalizer. Mm. And what's terrible about it is what's great about it. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. Of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> She's not holding the camera herself, by the way. Someone else yeah, is filming no, it. No, it's literally her assistant. Uh <laughs> Can I just say this? Has this? I, I'm sure because I have not seen this, and uh, I don't know uh, what kind of online dialogue this has caused. But my first thought, and this has been my thought for a while, with kind of like the the main discourse, um, you know, uh, about COVID and its ability to spread. Um, mm-hmm. It absolutely it itself the virus. Yeah, it it can infect any human being, right? But it cares uh, about a lot of things, actually. Yeah, but literally, it absolutely <laughs> matters uh, yeah. how rich you are, how famous yeah. you are, how much money you have in the bank. Like, all of these things actually do matter because of the fact that every celebrity is apparently has the ability to get tested for it before they even are symptomatic. 
And well, you know uh, Madonna hanging out in her mansion and someone yeah. who's waiting tables who doesn't have any money. Exactly. Yeah. It's like <laughs> it's the most it's the it's the most fucking like well, just I also, I also superficial like liberal bullshit that I've ever heard in my life is COVID doesn't care how much money you have. You know who your parents are. But you know how much you weigh, what race you are, gender, sex, ethnicity, religion, and it's like, yeah, but it cares a lot about the money part. Actually, that, that's like a big thing. Well, I also like that she's like, that's the thing that's most terrible about it. It doesn't care how much money you have, or yeah, that you, that's a good or, point, or that, you, <laughs> or that you could be taking a, ma- a bath in milk with rose petals. Uh, yeah, I exactly. wish you cared about those things. Yeah, yeah, that's most scary. things in life do that's care about that. Doesn't care that your takeout might be infected. Like, it doesn't care how many Oscars you have. It doesn't, it doesn't care, care how much how money good your stories are, or if you're a material girl. It doesn't care about your Grammys. Preaches. Yeah, it's. It is. It is like. Yeah. It is just. Uh, can and, I, show, I can I send you guys the picture just so you can see the visual here? I think. You, oh, absolutely. I think it's very Please important do. for you to see what Madonna's face looks like right now. Okay. I I mean I'm imagining it looks like very similar in yes that's exactly what I thought I was like I bet the milky bath is the exact same skin tone as her skin <laughs> That is so bad And and what is going on with her face well, I know she obviously she doesn't have a single wrinkle which is uh you know that's what you want to look like is you want the skin stretched tight so that you're yeah, like a so tight skin so you look like a taut balloon that's yes, bespeaks you yeah. You want to look like you're you're gonna burst. That's a that's always a good face. A nice puffy bursty face. It does care a little bit if you don't have health insurance. Oh yeah, it cares a lot about that. It cares about what country you live in because if your country is one in which you can go bankrupt trying to treat yourself for it. I told myself I wouldn't go politics, Matt. I'm still not politics, Matt. I'm regular shill, Matt. Are people mad about politics, Matt? No, no, but there's always there are a few broadcast uh, fans online who will like I'll say something about like Elizabeth Warren being terrible, and, and they'll be like, like a huge Biden guy, right? What's that? You're like a, just a huge Biden guy. Oh, you are? No, you. Oh no, that's the thing. I I as it turns out, I'm a big Bernie Sanders fan. Wait, no, uh, you were telling me Trump first, then Biden. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, no, in order it goes first <laughs> Wait, Trump, yeah. uh, then. Biden. If Pat Ryan still alive, you go for him. Yeah. yeah if we uh, could get Lou Dobbs to run, dude. If we could get Lou Dobbs, fucking a. Uh, but yeah, no. It it really it does care, and I think it's one of the reasons why everyone hated the Imagine video because we were already just like, why the fuck does healthy ass Idris Elba, you know, know that he has COVID, and then and none of us well, can get this test. Their solution is almost literally to sit around singing kumbaya like that's the yeah that, that's what it is but usually <laughs> like, that's usually, just the shit that makes me mad yeah. that's the shit that makes you you and yeah. uh, and me and laramie and like uh, all of the other dirt bags i know online that's the stuff that makes us mad and then it just seems like the rest of the piggies are like i don't know what you're talking about i really enjoy this wholesome content and you're just like yeah but there's like political reasons like i we're just shitheads but now no. it seems like we really have to give a hundred grand each to something, right? Like at this point, I mean, at least here's the thing: like, or like, just don't annoy the shit out of everyone with your yeah. Faux happy if you can bullshit. fly under the I radar, do it. Yeah, because let me guess what? Tell, let me tell you what: we're going for your mansion first. Okay, I know. <laughs> if this is what leads to, yeah. If this is what leads to bloody revolution, then so be it. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's because honestly, it is it, okay. 
here's I've been also along with the numbers of the like the death rate and all that stuff. A weird thing that I've kind of been obsessed with for the last uh, like two weeks is I mean, I guess it's not that weird. It's what adults do is like checking the stock market and like seeing the like quick downturn, not just in like a Trump fan then because he's a score for the universe and really has no bearing on basically anything <laughs> yeah, well yeah that's the thing it has no it, it has very little bearing on my own life because the yeah. only stock i own is yahoo and at some point it changed into a different stock name and i don't know what that is so i just assume it's doing fine but uh, uh but uh yeah so i think it's not <laughs> no 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 yahoo's gonna make a comeback uh, real soon real soon um but what I'm saying was that, like, so I've been also, like, you know, checking, you know, I've been checking the Dow and S&P 500 and NASDAQ and all that shit and the, and the Nikkei and all the, like, all the different, like, world stock markets. I don't know shit about shit, but I'm looking at the numbers and I like the red arrow goes down. It's fun. But um, what is interesting to me is today there was, like, a bit of a moment where there was a rally uh, in the stock market uh, and... It happened around the time that like Trump had just tweeted, what if we let people die and we just go to work and stuff? And then like a few like Paul Krugman and like other of these like, you know, op-ed people started writing like, but if we did all go back to work and we let herd immunity do its thing, how bad would it actually be? I mean, is five million dead? Yeah. Like, is it like is five million dead? And uh, and a strong economy is that better than uh, you know two hundred thousand people dead and a crashed economy and like it's shit like that that just makes me go like I hope people get as mad about that as they did about the Imagine video that's what I want because yeah. the more well the thing that's crazy to me is that uh, all those senators got caught uh, dumping stock right before uh-huh. right before uh-huh. the thing and then. Not even like, like maybe two days later, they're already like accusing the other side of playing politics and being like, "Oh, we gotta pass this." They already have the balls to like cheerlead their fucking yeah. bullshit. Uh, that stim- one was incredible. Like that you could like- turn around that fast. Like how they're yep. that they're that undis- un unworried about the guillotines. And so when I see shit <laughs> like the fucking uh-huh. uh, like the hand sanitizer guy, like when I see how mad people are, it gives me hope that uh, yeah. yeah, maybe. Maybe we will have the threat of guillotines at some point because what the fuck? You guys do not care. I don't want to get into politics either, but I feel borderline like Trump hasn't been totally honest about this whole thing with us. (laughs) And that a lot of his instincts may not have been good in this particular instance. Now, that may be controversial. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But I, I honestly feel like when he said there's only 15 cases left and soon it'll be zero... He missed that prediction by infinity. Well, the good thing yeah. about him is a prediction by is like yeah. he he is like a, a a bad Michael Bay movie, whereas he has like the ultimate carte blanche because whenever you criticize him, it's like when I would write a bad review of like some Michael Bay movie, the, the first comment would be like, bro, what do you expect? Yeah, what did you expect, bro? And it's the same thing Michael with him. Bay it's movie. like, of course, yeah, what did you expect? You expected th- this guy to like be really good in a crisis and and would have yeah. like a uh, really, I mean, I basically expected a president, you know. So <laughs> yeah, that's my bad. You're right, my fault. Yeah. yeah, you fucked that. up. Sorry, you expected that. You got that you asked for a pitcher and you got a belly itcher, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's the dude who, like, the one dude who is like, I think head of the chief intel sells all his stock 
and then tries to play it off like it was just a big coincidence. He liquidated all his assets. Oh, they're like, oh, I don't control any of that. That's in a blind trust. I have no control. Weird timing. Oh, huh. yeah. Wow. Well, convenient for you then, huh? He <laughs> to sell all my assets on a high. That's yeah. weird. It's like, oh, there was just, like, when the officer pulled me over, like, all of a sudden I found... I found it's a baggie of Coke the under the seat. It was really weird. It wasn't mine. <laughs> like It just happened to be fine. there in the car. We'll next find out the same dude put all that money towards shorting the market in the next two weeks and then took that money out. And then we'll be like, okay, what's yeah. going on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody um, get an answer. Do you guys want to finish things off with uh, some emails and voicemails? Let's do it, dude. Oh, all right. Up. All right. All right. Let me play the email song. Hold on. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh God, I am afraid to die. The emails. Vince hates art. Yeah, yeah. Someone, someone once uh, recently asked what the origin of that was, and honestly, no idea. Don't yeah, remember at all. Can't remember. Can't, can't remember. remember. Uh. Oh. Okay. Uh, hey guys, hope all is well in Cali. Ironically, we're trying not to get sent back there from Cambodia, which is just an insane idea to consider. Um, on the other, on the recent front, you guys were talking about working in food service and other jobs with folks having weird accents. Well, Matt was, uh, I think it was Joe, but whatever. Uh, back in the early nineties, I worked at a deli in Playa del Rey. A recent Russian immigrant got hired there, middle-aged woman with a kid. Uh, I was 17. We made a ton of sandwiches at lunch, and we were told to ask customers if they wanted a pickle with their sandwich rather than just including one. This was to cut costs. So when taking an order, you would ask what they wanted on their turkey slash tuna slash roast beef sandwich, then inquire, would you like a pickle on the side? However, this was an odd question for my new Russian colleague, who spoke little English. Instead, we, instead she would say, pickle this one, put it. <laughs> Uh, every time she asked me and the other stoners would laugh soon we made up a song called the pickle of this one put it song she was very nice and we probably should have been more kind yeah probably uh, but that, that is, is good uh yeah so I, i've tried to learn a little russian and uh yeah the syntax is very odd and uh while i was like learning it i was like man how the fuck do you ever like go from that syntax to uh the english one like the words are what? completely different order it's very strange. why were you why were you trying to learn russian ah just to make my brain work good i think arabic it, really it worked syntax wise too yeah oh arabic yeah, yeah i mean yeah, they're yeah. all a little bit different but like i feel like russian is uh syntaxually the most different just yeah acrylic I, I, uh, that story reminds me of the story. And I thought about this earlier today, actually. And I think about it probably once a week, uh, about your coworker who, um, <laughs> like you would say to people like, uh, uh, what can I get for you ladies? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he, he didn't understand that the singular of that, uh, doesn't work. <laughs> and he would just go, what can I get for you lady? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He would come up and he was so nice. His name was Jorge. He was like a, a Mexican Mormon guy. And, uh, and he would, he would bring over like the pepper, the pepper grinder and he'd be like, pepper for you lady. And, uh, <laughs> no one ever wanted to tell about him that. cause it was so fucking funny. It, I, I think about that often, just like, just calling someone lady. And it's so weird uh, to think that like ladies is polite, but lady isn't, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. 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 It makes no sense. I don't think I've been on this thing in a year. 
No, you were on our pod yourself a gun. Oh, that's right. I did that. I crushed that shit. That's still going well for you guys? And then we'll go back to your regular shit. Email I mean, we don't have any sponsors yet, but uh, we haven't uh, really tried. But we also haven't anything. asked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. We need to ask. Uh, yeah. Um, I meant to leave a voicemail for myself, but then I didn't. Anyway, go ahead. We got some questions for uh, Laramie. Um, hey, Frotsman. Hope quarantine is going well for you. Since you mentioned Laramie is back this week, I was wondering how his former co- podcast co-host Brad was doing and if they were going to bring back, bring a podcast back this year that I think he teased at some point a couple months ago. Also, I'm curious how far Matt was able to push that corn video that parodied the Imagine video. Did you finish the song? <laughs> my Twitter feed is too far gone to find out on my own, and this is our life now. Fraud on. Uh, <laughs> real quick. I was not able to finish that song. Uh, I got to, let's see, something takes a part of me, something I can never see. Every time I start to believe, something's raped and taken from me. Life's always got to be messing with me. You want to be alive. Can't they chill and let me be free? So do I. That's as far as I got. Yeah, so, so do I. I wanted to help, but I actually don't know the lyrics of that song as well. Like, I don't know the lyrics of that song by heart. And it would have had to, it would have required me, like, listening to a lot of corn to uh, pop in there. And I was like, you know, I'm good. It really, honestly, wouldn't have required all that much. All you had to do was kind of know, uh, like, can't you take away all this pain? That's all you had to do. That's all you had to do. I mean, and I you knew, didn't do it. I knew most of the lines that were in there, but I didn't know what order they were in. I could have I told you the lyric, and you know what? You failed me, and the internet failed me. No, I, I as far as I got, I got to the so do I part, and, uh, and I thought about continuing, but I was just like, ah, the meme's done. Yeah, yeah. This one's run its course. And you know what? And I saw some other people doing the meme, and they did it uh, less good. And I was like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, the perfect song to do is, is Freak on a Leash by Korn. That's just a good song. That's just a good song. Uh, my Brad story is a couple weeks back. I texted him, like, hey, dude, I think things are going to get kind of wacky around here in Washington State. Just make sure you like stock up on some some supplies or whatever. And my friend writes back, okay, but what does supplies even mean? <laughs> I was just like, I was just like, this guy. I tried him like so I wrote back like your mom and some food. And nice. uh, that was a conversation we had. But no, he's doing great. He's at uh, he's quarantined at home with the the little man. He's got his son who I think is like three now, and his uh, lovely lady. We've talked about doing some things. I've also, I'm trying to get it. So I, have you seen these AI things that can replicate people's voices? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think about doing a podcast with a voice, Brad. That's not Brad. Uh, that's a really good idea. Like her. Having him say, like stupid shit. Yeah. And like, just like he wanted, they were always rages coming from towards him. And but would, this, it, would he be like an AI bot or would yeah. you actually program what he would say? I think he'd be an AI bot. I that's think. actually, that is such a good idea. Do you think <laughs> we could get Brett to build an AI Ben? to bring back oh dude that i would, would be that would be amazing we should absolutely have ai ben I, on the show i was gonna just offer you a lot of brett audio i have but i'm like oh no you have 300 episodes of podcast. <laughs> never yeah. mind uh but no brad's doing good we might do something this is obviously throwing a little 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 uh a wrench in your plans you know, that's what i was gonna say uh i don't know what i was gonna say but anyway yeah we've talked about it i was over at his house watching playoffs back when they had sports yeah <laughs> that's a that's a bummer. I feel like uh, there was part of me that was 
looking forward to being like, well, if I'm going to be inside all day, you know, I can uh, watch basketball and now it's I, gone. I, yeah, I, uh, I don't consider myself like a bro, but I really like sports. I watch a lot of sports and it just kind of like is the flow of life, you know, like, yeah. I like it in the background kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's a nice thing to passively watch. Like you don't have to pay yeah. that close attention to you. And then like, you know, you have your favorite teams or you can check out your people or whatever, but now that it's not happening, it is weird. That's been the most jarring part to me, I think. Yeah. It, it's that. it's how you know that this shit is serious and yeah. that's like the weirdest like that's when i knew oh this is bad was when the, the NBA, nba was like we're canceling the season and i was like i saw that headline on espn i was like come on and then like hearing the nfl draft was gonna go forward honestly made me so happy and i don't know like that's a really sad commentary on my life but uh, wait need- did the did the nfl draft happen no it's in april but they said it's gonna happen it just won't be people gathered together right it'll be like on boxes like Brady Bunch style. Yeah, they whatever. could do that over Zoom like we do. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense. Like, yeah, that that I understand. You, you know, keeping the, the why would they not do that? You know, whereas because like everyone's like now the optics thing. Like, how do you do this while this is happening? And it's just like, yeah, but yeah. I, but it's like as long as no one's together. Right. Yeah. Well, they're gonna have their little war rooms or whatever. We just need to do the China system of thermometers everywhere. That's it. You don't. Have yeah. To pull out. We get thermometers everywhere. We sanitize everything. We fake the number of cases and deaths that happen. (laughs) That third one's key. (laughs) That third one is very key to uh, stabilize the markets. But the South Korea numbers are pretty good, and they're probably not. They're a democracy, so they're not. I I imagine the South Korean numbers are real, but, like, the South Korean numbers are, are... understandable like where are we with south korea let's look like the fact that today there were 64 more cases and seven more deaths don't you think that's partly because it's more socially acceptable to walk around with a mask on so they're not going around infecting each other like we are masks don't always work though i mean they don't don't work for you to keep infection out but they work from you to keep spreading it yeah to keep you from i think the one really interesting story that i'm looking forward to the movie or book on is where exactly from CDC to FDA, like, was it human error? Was it incompetence? Was it bad luck? Was it, right. you know, like, and I obviously know, like, we're devoid of leadership, but I don't think that actually reaches down necessarily into, like, the CDC, which is a world-renowned organization, right? I might be wrong. I, might I be don't wrong. know. I was watching Outbreak, and yeah. it seemed like, like there's a lot of... We got to find the monkey. Yeah, well, first of all, you got to find the monkey. <laughs> but also, monkey. it did seem like there's a lot of politics, you know, going on, you know, at the, at the CDC, like Dustin Hoffman <laughs> used to be the head of it. Right. And then Rene Russo became the head of it and they're getting okay. divorced. Well, there you go. Yeah. So I could see how this could happen. I could see why that would be a problem. Yeah. But yeah. I think, like, have you ever read uh, the smartest guys in the room, the Enron book? Oh no. Or like the lost bank about WAMU. Like hearing about the mechanics of like huge disasters is always interesting because it's never like the one thing, right? It's always right. Like things that go together. So they send out a bad test and it doesn't work. And then we're delayed two weeks. And now it's going to be thousands of people because one guy didn't check a box or something, you know? Right. That stuff's always really fascinating to me. But, yeah, no, that's bad. We'll see what happens. What was you got, Vincent? Uh, okay. Hey, Froxketeers. Hope y'all keeping the sanity. I listened to the Ben episode again because who doesn't want to celebrate and cry for an internet friend of a decade or so? It got me thinking about what witticism he'd have for times like these. Man, Ben's text messages must be the choices vintage takes a deep whiff. 
Uh, all in all, as I de- descend into unemployed madness with my girlfriend and roommate, I think, cool. damn, it's been a wild ride listening to y'all over the years, laughing like a maniac on crowded public transportation or having some close friends while driving back and forth between uh, Chicago and NYC. Thanks for doing some good work and putting a weekly smile on my face. I had to drop Aww. off the Patreon while we deal with this bullshit, but I'll be back soon enough. Take it easy, Alex. Uh, um, P.S. Matt, come back and do some more stand up at NYC. Oh, I will. I will. I'll be back as soon as, um, you know, COVID's done, I guess. I think Um, he would be like big on the, the, well, guys, you definitely got to wash your hands and wipe your butt. (laughs) Right? Like that would be a Ben, I could feel. It would certainly be deadpan, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, I never know how close everyone else was with Ben. Like that's, I've never been able to determine where anyone fits in like i know we all did the stuff together but like him and i texted like a lot yeah <laughs> and uh just like stupid shit and that was another sports thing like it was always always sports you know or like politics yeah. too did you guys uh, have a you guys had a the sprouts cast together didn't you we did do the sprouts cast we did that movie where he beat my ass and i still have the trophy from winning second place in a two-person competition <laughs> nice so but I think he, I think he would just kind of shake his head, wouldn't he? Like that seems to be his general amusement with the world. Yeah, yeah. He definitely <laughs> liked, to, definitely liked to make fun of dumb people. That was one of the things he enjoyed. And, and like the state of the world was always kind of like fucked, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, hello, I listened to the Ben tribute episode for the second time, and it brought back some great vintage Frotcast feels. I started listening way back in the day when Laramie was a guest when he was doing his B&L pod with Brad Brevett. The Frot remains one of my favorite pods, and I can't imagine what I would do without hearing Matt's horrific English accent or Joe doing his best to get the whole thing canceled. Also, Vince, I don't care what anyone says. You are a great host. Anyways, my question for Laramie, what do you miss most about film writing? The job stability, the mutants at screenings, or the lucrative pay? Frot on and frot strong. (laughs) Justin. (laughs) I actually miss the most of the gallows stuff. Like there would just be like moments I stared at Brad and just like this fucking movie and these fucking people. I just want to murder everyone. Like, you know what I like those Tuesday screenings where the movie no one cares or will care about. Yeah. And it's a terrible movie and it's a C plus or a, a C minus and no one's gonna read it and it's just nonsense and it'll be gone from three weeks. And people will be like, Why did you even see that? And he's just like you're like, oh, these are hours of my life I'll never get back. Like those moments to me, like those dark, dark gallows humor are the things I miss. You but, were lucky that you had a someone to share got, those moments yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how you did it without someone to be like like the nudge during screenings and be like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, hey, the vast hey, majority hey. of the time I had no one ever like every once in a while I would bring Matt uh, like later, uh, you know, and then Every once in a while, like uh, Joanna Robinson or or Rob yeah. Hunter Hunter would show up, and I'd have someone to be like, "Are you fucking kidding me with this?" Uh, but yeah, for the most part, I was just like, I would have to stew in my own brain, and I feel like that would make me yeah. m- even more mad at a bad movie. I very much enjoy going to screenings with you because uh, you you have a way of um, hating movies. <laughs> How dare you! That that. <laughs> That kind of mirrors the way I I feel about movies. Um, no, I mean I I it is it is very nice. I can't I go imagine in with going the best to those of intentions, alone. Yeah. Oh no no, you go in with a, a pad and a and a pen and you're ready to like dissect a movie and, and then by the end of the movie you've just drawn a dick. <laughs> 
there was something really great too about having Brad check out of a movie, like where I could watch it physically happen, and him <laughs> just like put his hand up at the screen, like "What the fuck is this?" Where I'm like, "Yes, it's happening." He's so angry, and then like my anger wasn't as bad, you know, just seeing yeah. someone else angry was just like totally made me like I don't know. Those moments are really funny to me, or like the Comic Con at 4 a.m. waiting for Twilight. Like, what is life? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Like or like when a the Comic Con party where I tried to get Zachary Levi in because he was Chuck and they wouldn't let him in because they didn't care he was Chuck. And I'm like, this is Chuck. You gotta let Chuck in. Like these these moments, I uh, I do miss. But overall, like it's not the best and the brightest. You know. Do you think you could get a uh, Zach on the show now that he's Shazam? Oh yeah. Are he you friends? Like, so, he was so nice. He's like, man, I don't need to be at the party. It's all right. I'm like, dude, you're Chuck. Gotta be at the party. <laughs> like like no, man, I'm good. Oh, he <laughs> was Chuck. It was Chuck, yeah, Chuck from the show Chuck. How'd that show, did that show didn't last, right? It had that Yvonne Stravowski, too, who was a total dime. <laughs> I never wrong? watched that show. It had, a, like it. it had a poster that annoyed me, and so I never watched yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. You you just reminded me of a show named Chuck that where there was a poster I didn't like, and I was like, oh, that was Shazam. I always watch shows that have single male names. I watch Chuck and I watch Ed. Yeah. That's all two of them. I haven't watched Dave yet, but I might. Ooh, yeah, we've been meaning to watch that. Ooh. Which one's Dave? That's uh, the fucking uh, well, Little Dicky Dickie. show. Oh, yeah. I like what, him. To answer the question in summation, what I miss most is the darkest, horrible humor about the situation. You know? like at, at Sundance, where like, you can't get in, and like you have your press badge. You're like, why? And like, oh, this is Paris Hilton screening or something. You're just like, <laughs> yeah. what is this? Yeah. You're killing this industry. You're killing people. <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we got some voicemails too that I'm gonna. It's play voicemail for you. time, it's baby. Voicemail time. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's still Ben's voice that you guys use for the voicemail. And if it is, it, it's as it should be. Just wanted to call and let you guys know that uh, it's my favorite part of the week when. I find out that there's going to be another broadcast coming out, Patreon or otherwise. I'm still one of the cheap-ass $5 donors, but I've been listening since Brett was telling tales of koi skin vests, and uh, those were the phone calls we were getting. I am self-quarantining in a house with two cats, one of which is in heat because I all of a sudden can't (laughs) afford to go get her fixed. So. These are the stories you don't hear enough of on the nightly news, yes, by the way. Yeah, yeah. This is the stuff that they cut out of This American Life. <laughs> that is a fucking nightmare. How do I feel for that guy? The loud singing in the background is my very angry, very horny cat who would love nothing <laughs> better than a big bounce Billy Bass to come fuck her. So, but I just wanted to say thank you for everything you guys do and all the fun that you have and the shenanigans keep us normal folk getting up and going about our day-to-day lives so keep rocking and front on brothers talk to you later bye oh that was Hell nice. yeah that, was that nice. is a beautiful message and also i never thought about this before but that is exactly what cats are cats are joe sinclitico's uh angry uh painful <laughs> horny bit yeah cats are literally <laughs> when they're in heat they're just going oh that, the whole that whole, is what cats do. The whole trillion dollar bailout should go to that guy. As far as I'm concerned, let's vote. Yeah, mm. honestly, yeah, something 
there needs they need to free up some medical resources to get that cat fucking spayed or neutered. That's just a nightmare. All right, we got another one. This right. one's a Gary Busey story, so already I'm on board. Oh, fantastic. Hey, fellas, this is Matt from Tennessee, longtime listener, and uh, I just wanted to share a quick story about the time I met Gary Busey at a horror movie convention. I'm in. I mean, I'm, I'm already in. You sold yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> so it was at a hotel airport where the convention was taking place, and uh, I went to go take a piss. And so I handle my business, I'm washing my hands, bent over the sink, when I hear something kind of behind me, and I look up, and in the reflection of the mirror in front of me, like Gothica style, I see Gary Busey's grinning fucking maw, and if you've never seen the guy in person, he's like six foot five, and very, very fucking ghoulish. So I make eye contact and nervously say, uh how you doing, Gary? Just scared shitless. And he bellows out as loud as he possibly can. I love Nashville. And then just leaves the bathroom without washing his hands. He came out of a stall. I don't know what to make of it. And it's been almost like 10 years since it happened. Anyway, just wanted to share. Uh, <laughs> fraud on, guys. Fraud on, yeah. Matt. I think if I saw Busey, I'd be like, baby boy Busey. <laughs> what's uh, what? Uh, what's his son's name? Jeff Busey. No, Jake. Is it Jeff. Jake. Jake. He's in uh, Starship Troopers. And boy, does yeah, that guy have no, he got some he was teeth. In, he, yeah, the fool had some teeth. He was in a lot of like classic '90s shit. He was in Starship Troopers. He was in Contact. I feel like uh, he was in that movie Tomcats, where I forget what that movie was about, but I think it was like like Jake Busey and Jerry O'Connell like low key doing sexual assaults or something. Um, peepers. Did that dude who had the documentary that was going to stream who the two Corys tell him who raped him? Did they do that? Yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, he named who some names. It? Who did it? Who done it? Well, well, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen was one of them. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyways yeah no i miss that i mean i miss jake Busey. you know sure. yeah. Yeah. i just like uh, i, get I him always and, was like i get him and scott con confused they're kind of similar. i'm just saying he was like you know he was like a a pleasant looking uh gary Busey. i mean it's ish. like well what i mean is still he's still a Busey at the end of the day but <laughs> he's like i don't know there's something like it's like a different version of Busey where you're like, okay, I'll see this. <laughs> sure, you know? Yeah. You're just kind of like, I, I like this, uh, you know, it's like drinking new Coke, you know? <laughs> yeah. I prefer classic, but uh, I'm interested just, you know, you're curious. experimentally. Sure. I'm, yeah. I'm Jake Busey curious. Sure. Well, boys, uh, it's been real. You want to put this one to bed? I think it's time to put it to bed. Um, man. What a wonderful pod we've had with our favorite all-time guest, uh, Laramie Legal. Laramie. Memories. Yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? Always at Laramie on the frickin' uh, Twitters. Always also at, at Laramie on the Instas. And, and even... I, go, I do you, live a lot. A lot. Yeah. You go live a lot. And, uh, yeah. you know, no. you should go live a lot. You can call me on my cell. I'm pretty avail. 1-800-LARAMIE. Uh, you can cameo me. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we should. Crazy, though. I'd love to hear from from fraud fans and people and 
still still a lot of love for this group even though i got excommunicated because i said a bunch of racist stuff i guess <laughs> you i don't think you were ever excommunicated all right that's love yeah that's all love dude um <laughs> Uh, broadcast at gmail.com patreon.com slash broadcast uh, we got a bunch of bonus episodes coming at you soon because we have nothing but time uh, <laughs> subscribe yeah like comment conscri- conscribe uh, uh, Vince what's the Google voice number 415-275-0030 thank you so much for listening to us after all these years folks we're going to be with you until we die of respiratory failure from COVID. And until next time, good night and good chins. Mm